Welcome to What's Going On, the weekly podcast and videocast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of What's Going On. I'm Pastor Katie here at First United Methodist in Yankton, South Dakota. I am so glad that you could join me for this episode, and happy Easter. Uh, This past Sunday was Easter Sunday, which means this last week was Holy Week. Uh, We took the day off on Monday here at the church. Uh, My staff went above and beyond and are amazing and incredible people. They deserved a little bit of time off after probably what is our busiest week of the year. And I want to thank all of you for um, making this year's Holy Week very special and taking the time to uh, walk through Holy Week with us here at the church. Um, I especially want to thank um, all of those who had roles in the services, our musicians in particular, and also Bob Dewey and Evie Syme for bringing to life um, on Good Friday the, the stories that of the people kind of surrounding the events of, of the passion. It, it just, I'm still, I'm still contemplating how how amazing that was and 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 how it, it made for a fresh hearing of of those stories and so thank you thank you um if you are ever interested in helping with the worship services in any way i would love to include you as you know from the last few weeks uh spring is a bit of a rough time for me vocally um whatever comes alive during this time some of it doesn't like me very much and it causes me to struggle when i uh, project my voice out and so uh believe it or not during the week i don't struggle as much with coughing and things like that but on sundays i do because i'm talking a lot more than i normally do and i'm using my preacher voice which is a little bit different than the one you're hearing right now um and so if you'd ever like to read scripture or to participate in the worship service in some way let me know i would love to have you uh do that in any way that you feel comfortable and know that we are still looking for some people to uh, fill in with ushering looking for some communion uh stewards which is a once a month commitment um if, if any of those things sound like something that you could do or would like to try, I would love to visit with you. And so um, it was it was a real joy to be able to celebrate Easter and to see all of your beautiful faces. If you took a photo with our photo booth, um, we'd love for you to send that to us. If you posted it on Facebook, you might be getting a message from us asking if it's okay if we use it. Um, because... Uh, you guys just all looked so wonderful and it was a real joy for us to see that being utilized that area was actually a project from one of our confirmation students and so to see the church embrace it like that really is meaningful i've been kind of talking a little bit about our confirmation students uh just to put a note out there for all of you sunday may 1st which is only a few Sundays away, um, we will be having one service at 10 a.m. that day for our confirmation students. That will be Confirmation Sunday. Um, So we want you all to come to that service so that you can uh, support our students as they uh, take on their baptismal vows for themselves. They've been uh, in study this year with me, meeting weekly. They've been reading their Bibles. They've been doing service projects. They've been um, really diving into what it means to be a Christian and a part of the church. And we want to honor them and we want to welcome them uh, in a new way. And so I hope that you will carve out that time on May 1st to be here to love and support them and welcome them. Um, And so you'll notice 
if you haven't already, some of our projects kind of around, one of them is that photo booth area, which will be decorated seasonally, which means take advantage of it throughout the year. It's, it's something that's gonna be staying. Uh, one of our students uh, designed youth group t-shirts. So you'll be seeing our youth group sporting some shirts, repping our church. <laughs> when I say repping, I mean representing. Um, also, I ordered some because believe it or not, I have no shirts from this church yet. And so um, I'm going to be an honorary member of the youth group and support one with them. Uh, we also have uh, like you've seen a few students that are doing some service projects. So if you want to donate toward Loads of Love, that helps Alex's project. Or if you want to donate or help in the um, Sleep in Heavenly Peace bed build at the end of this month, you can either come to help build beds on April, let's see what day that would be, April 30th at noon at Trinity Lutheran, or you can donate brand new twin sheets, or you can donate uh, funds for that. Um, and those are all found at the mission table. We also are set to do the banquet uh, in May. And so uh, if you are able to help with that, we will need volunteers and people to help with the food. Uh, please let Julie Moderator know, or me, um, and we can get you set up with that. That is a really amazing opportunity if you've never been a part of that before. Um, Part of, you know, what we learned this week in Holy Week was that we are called to follow in the footsteps of Jesus, who was a servant. Um, and so it is our role to serve as well. And this is one of the ways that we make it possible for you to do just that, um, it is to serve and to um, relate to the people right here in our own community who are in need, because there are many. There are many, and it's easy to want to turn a blind eye to that because it's a lot easier to live our lives if we are not faced with the reality of hardship of others. Um, but Jesus tells us that uh, we need to be neighbors. Um, and I think quite literally to the people that live and, and are struggling right here in our own town. How do we care for them? How do we um, meet them in their need? How do we help them out of the struggle and cycle of poverty? Um, and I think that begins with relationship and it begins with putting ourselves uh, in, in the role of servant, in the role of um, helping meet their needs. Uh, I think that's always the first step because once you start to meet people and to have a relationship with them, it's a lot harder to ignore what they're going through or what's causing the problems. Uh, and then and then that's where change happens. And so again, if you've never uh, helped with the banquet or if it's been a long time, uh, maybe this, this time around, it's your turn to come and, and to be a part of that. Uh, and I would love to have you do that. <clears throat> And so those are some of the opportunities we have for service. I also just commenting back again on Holy Week. Uh, thank you to all of those who allowed uh, me to wash your feet and, and came up to have your hands washed as well. Um, I know that that's no small thing uh, to have someone do that. And uh, I feel very honored and blessed and trusted uh, that you were willing to let me do that for you and, and know that, that I came away from that service um, really moved. Uh, and I hope you did as well. Um, it just meant a lot to me. I felt uh, very connected to our congregation that night and uh, subsequently. So thank you for that. Um, 
moving forward, moving ahead, starting this Sunday, um, I kind of teased it a little bit on Sunday in worship, but we're going to be starting a new series on the Lord's Prayer. Um, and you may be thinking, why are we talking about the Lord's Prayer? This is something that, you know, everyone knows. Um, we say it every week. Why are you going to make us say it more or think about it more? But I think it's because we it is so familiar to us, because we say it every week, um, but also because Jesus taught it to us that that he felt that this was important enough to tell his disciples this is how you should pray um, that we should talk about it and that we should dig into it and that we should really understand uh, what we are saying when we say this prayer um, prayer is too powerful for us to say it flippantly and I think sometimes we can be accused of that especially with the Lord's prayer and maybe also with Okay, I'm speaking just from my own life, but I would also say the prayer for grace for meals, um, because it's sort of a rote thing. It's something that that we do at, at every meal that we sit down together, and so it becomes just this thing you, you get through to eat your food, uh, and you kind of stop thinking about what you're actually saying. And so we're going to spend Easter season because Easter is a lot like Christmas in that there's the holiday and then there's the church season for it. And Easter season lasts until Pentecost. Uh, and so we're going to spend this season of Easter talking about the Lord's Prayer. And part of the reason I felt like um, it was the right time to do it, one, I always uh, kind of feel like God leads me uh, to these things. Uh, if I didn't feel that way, I would feel that I was preaching for my own agenda, which feels very uncomfortable and not not what I'm called to do. Um, but I also feel had a lot of um, revelations around kind of the new life aspect of Easter. Um, that's one of the things we talked about in the children's sermon was how all of the, you know, kind of secular Easter things all center around an idea of new life and spring is new life coming, you know, things laying dormant coming back to life. Uh, very much in in tune with the resurrection and um and it, and it got me to think about easter is all about new life <clears throat> and i felt like when what do we need when we start this new life and what do we need to know and i think the thing we need to know is what jesus taught us and this is one of like the core basic things that that Jesus taught. And so uh, I'm kind of operating on the principle. And I think I mentioned this uh, during a service as well. But in high school, I was in a play called All I Really Needed to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. Now that I think about it, I think I mentioned it on here. Um, but I'm operating on this principle of like, sometimes what we need to know are the basics. Sometimes we can know them, but forget them, or we start to think that life is too complicated, or we start to nuance our way out of things. And I think ultimately we need to go back to um, the basics. What do we really need to know? What do we really need to live by? And do we know what we're saying? Uh, so that's why I'm feeling so convicted. This is, I think, a great place for people to start in their new life in Christ is really digging into this prayer. But I think also it is a great reminder and a great centering point for those of us who have maybe been in the faith for a while. Um, and it and it is uh, probably a practice that you already have. I mean, obviously, if you're attending church, we say it every week. So it is part of our worship together. So let us, when we pray it together, actually have 
um, an understanding that we can share together of what this prayer is about and what we are saying when we pray it, and maybe also what it is calling us to do uh, as a church and as God's people. So I'm really excited about it. It's based on a book, a new book by Adam Hamilton. You will notice that my copy is an advanced reader's copy. I'm, I even got an advanced copy um, from when I went to Church of the Resurrection this fall. Uh, so I've been sitting on this for a little bit, uh, again, feeling like this was the right time to do it. And so I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited. Again, anytime that we can really dig into Jesus' words, I feel like that's going to benefit us and, and bring us again back to who we truly follow, which is Jesus Christ. That is what it means to be a Christian, uh, is to be a follower of Christ. And so really excited. I'm really excited about what that means for our Easter season, our new life in Christ, um, all of it. And, and also the events that are kind of happening during the season. I think uh, this is such a beautiful thing to be talking about during those, which includes, again, our Confirmation Sunday um, with our Confirmation students kind of beginning that new chapter of their faith journey. Again, what, what do they need to know? Uh, and really diving in. We have talked about the Lord's Prayer and Confirmation, but again, to uh, really feed into that even more. Uh, we have Mother's Day. Uh, so we usually have extra people in the church that day. So again, an opportunity for people to um, kind of hear something that, that uh, is familiar to them, but maybe they've never really thought about much more than that. And then also confirm, or I already said confirmation, graduation Sunday, uh, where we can honor our, our high school graduates. Um, again, more people that are entering into sort of a new phase of life. And again, having the Lord's Prayer to be something that they can take with them, uh, no matter where they are, and, and, and have that shared understanding, again, of what that prayer is about, and how powerful it is. Because anytime that we pray, and anytime that we put our hearts into prayers, it is powerful. Um, which is, again, why I feel like we shouldn't pray things kind of... Um, without the full intent, uh, that we shouldn't pray things just because they're there to pray them, but that we should pray them with our hearts fully invested. And that is my hope in going through this series, is that the Lord's Prayer becomes something that we pray together, hearts fully invested. Uh, and, and part of that means having that shared understanding of what we are praying. And so I'm really looking forward to that. I hope that you are too. Uh, until then um, I just I pray that this is a good week for you as we kind of get back into things a little more normal schedule uh, until we hit the end of the school year and then uh, and then have some fun this summer and believe me if you haven't already don't forget to sign up for camp my family is going to camp again at Lake Ponset because that is my home away from home and this time we're getting to bring Abigail, which is gonna be so fun that her first camping experience will be before she's even one years old and she won't remember it, but we will. Uh, and I see we have some other people signed up, but don't forget to sign up before the deadline so you get that little bit of discount. Also, we have uh, scholarships here at the church. And so uh, if you need that, let Tiffany know and she'll get you the code for that. You'll need that when you're registering. Uh, but we want as many people to go to camp as possible. So if you're thinking about it, make sure that you do it. Um, but that, that'll be a fun thing this summer as well. So lots of great things happening. Lots of great things have happened. Uh, but that's all I've got for today. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for joining us. 
on this episode of What's Going On, a video and audio podcast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. We'd love to have you join us for worship on Sundays, and we have two options available. 9 a.m. is our contemporary service, and 10.30 a.m. is our traditional service. You can find those online as well at our website, www.firstumcyankton.org, or on YouTube. 